The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. Jimmy, how's how's it going? Good, good. Gleep, how are you? Jimmy? Yeah. Are you there, Jimmy? <laughs> I might want to push to talk. <laughs> I, it's again, it's again, we're uh, we're all um, disconfabulated. Uh, again, sure it's, it's 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 a tricycle with only two wheels. Yeah, it's a or a bicycle. Or a bicycle. A bicycle with a, with a flat tire. You think we would would have have developed some balance since last time. No. No, no. Oh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, John couldn't be with us tonight. He's on assignment, so uh, he'll uh, he'll report back uh, next time when we get together. So um, uh, we wish him uh, fun and uh, mirth. We wish him mirth and licorice uh, while he's away on assignment in, uh, in Borne- uh, Borneo. Right? He's in Borneo. <laughs> I think so. It's some place that some place that ends in an O. It might be Borneo or um, Ohio or. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, um, Jimmy, who are you? I, I am I am Jimmy Croker. That's excellent. I am Gleep, and this we are Those Guys with Ships. This is episode 25 of our show. Today is April 13th, 2945 Standard Earth Time. Ronald Jenkins is still providing us with music to open and close the show with. We thank him very much for that. Synergetics is still the song we're using, and it's off his album, Alphanumeric. Please do go check it out at ronaldjenkins.com. You know, Jimmy, it is great to be back from from break. It was a, a couple weeks that we've uh, since last time we recorded. I think it was the 30th of uh, March that we recorded last, and I've been traveling. Uh, it's been a, a birthday tour for me since... Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, I had a, a buddy um, in the great Northwest uh, who was uh, celebrating one of those milestone birthdays uh, to the point that uh, he, you know, rented a restaurant and, you know, invited friends from all over to come join him. And so, wow. uh, yeah, the, the wife the wife and I, uh, uh, Mrs. Gleep and I uh, flew up and uh, spent the weekend there. And, and, and then this last weekend, it was it was my birthday. So, you know, nice. it's just, yeah, it's uh it's uh, sort of cut into my gaming time a little bit, so you know, there's you know, there's some sweet, there's some sour. No, no, I hear you. It's you know, I, I had that same situation with my wife uh, a few weeks ago with her birthday. It was really cut into my gaming time. <laughs> I know, I know. I love you, but honey. It... <laughs> in case she's listening. <laughs> well, it, it is it is really good to be back, and um, uh, it's uh, it's nice to have a spring upon us. I don't know what it's like down there, but up, up here in uh, in NoCal, as we call it, uh, the uh, the spring has sprung with a vengeance. Well, you know how it is down here. It goes from wow, it's cold out to wow, it's really hot out. <laughs> so are, are you? So where are you on that spectrum? Um, it's pretty hot right now. Um, so it's definitely uh, definitely been warmer uh, the last uh, last week or two. So we're, we're gearing up for uh, you know the 115 degree uh, in the shade heat, which will be coming uh, any month now. Ah, it's brutal. 
brutal, mm-hmm. brutal. But yeah, I um I, I was surprised. I um I was when we first talked about taking a break. I was kind of excited. I was like, oh okay, great. You know, I'll have a Monday off and you know be able to chill and you know not do the podcast. Not that I'm burned out or anything, but just you know it was nice to have a little break. And I found that on Monday. I really missed it. I was like, I want to do the podcast. Where's everybody? Why doesn't anyone want to do this? So I'm happy to be back. That's yes, yes, me too, me too. I um, uh, I was, I was away from uh, from home on that day, so uh, it was easy for me to forget about it. But it, 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 there there was an emptiness. There was a, <laughs> it was a, a, an unspoken void, if you will. Yes, exactly. That's nice, a perfect way of putting it. So. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, following up on how we left off last time, uh, I believe when we left, we were in the midst of a hot and heavy Vanguard sale. And and, previously uh, on Star Citizen. <laughs> yes. And, and I, believe, uh, I believe that something happened immediately after the show last time. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I gave you a bit of a hard time about, you know, well, you know, I'm not the kind of person who's going to, you know, melt a ship every time a new ship comes out and go ahead and get that new fancy ship. I'm not that guy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't recall, but it's possible. Shortly thereafter, literally, I think an hour after I finished the podcast, I was laying on the couch and I was like, hmm, the Vanguard is kind of like my Hornet and my beta smashed together. <laughs> so if I melt my beta and my Hornet and I take the store credit I have, I only have to spend $20 and I'll get the Vanguard. And by the time I finished that thread of logic, I already had it in my hangar. <laughs> well, in my virtual hangar, not in my actual hangar hangar. Right, but in the hangar of your mind. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Congratulations, welcome Thank aboard. You. Thank you. I felt a little dirty, um, you know, given my previous statement. But I'm going to stick to my logic. Well, that's it. that's all part of the game is feeling a little dirty <laughs> and then getting over it. Exactly. Exactly. And um, I think uh, you. I think you had mentioned before we started recording that uh, there were some numbers uh, that uh, uh, relative to uh, the Vanguard sale that uh, kind of shows that you're not the only one, or we're not the only ones that uh, have jumped on that uh, on that train. Yeah, um, I think they are touting it as the most successful uh, ship sale to date, uh, coming in at, a, at around two point two five million. Wow! Yeah, wow, that is amazing. Yeah, no, it's you know it, it, the thing is it, it's a ship that I think appeals to a lot of people. I mean, for me personally, I look at it as when someone needs that support, I'm going to be able to get there quicker. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my my ghost was to me a support ship. It was designed to scout. It was designed to, um, you know, have my friends' backs, like when they're out mining or or out transporting or things like that. And the Vanguard just seems to, in my opinion, do a better job of of getting where you need to be quicker and staying out longer. Right, because it's got that range. It's right. got that that extended range, and with uh, the modularity, I believe you'll probably be able to outfit it very similarly to your Ghost. You know, uh, as far as stealth equipment or uh, yeah, yeah, surveillance equipment is uh, concerned, if that's the the way that you choose to go, because it has that. Um, I believe it has it. Does it have a torpedo bay or what? The... No, I don't think it does. Um, it's got mm. a whole lot of guns. And I think it has a missile rack. 
Yeah, I thought that I, I knew there was something something modular about it. I, I can't remember what. I'm, well, I know that it, it is possible to load it with a torpedo bay because they made a point, or the torps as they're calling them for sure. Ah, you okay. Know, the cool kids, uh, but it, that it was possible to outfit it with a torp bay, but that that was not how it was going to come stock. So I got you. I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be a bomber variant, um, a long range bomber variant coming down the road for it. Well, I mean, you get your retaliator for that, so maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, oh, 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 oh! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 cutting into my <laughs> turf. <laughs> so anyway, I think it, you know it's definitely uh, the sexy beast generated quite a bit of excitement, and so um, I think it's a it's a beautiful thing. And no, um, absolutely. And um, uh, I know I had uh, melted my gladiator, and what did I? I melted a gladiator and a couple of other ships to get it. And now, do you regret that? Now that the gladiator is flyable in one point one point one. Well, yes and no, but you know we'll discuss more. About oh yeah, that later. Yeah. All right. So um, uh, since last time uh, we recorded, there's been uh, quite a bit of stuff that's come out, uh, quite a bit of the regular stuff that's come out of uh, CIG. Um, We had uh, the 10 for the Chairman episode 58, which uh, actually came out the night we recorded on the 30th. Right. And uh, I thought there was some interesting stuff. And you know what? This uh, this first one came from a a subscriber named Anomnom, which I think is a, a pretty... It's a yummy sounding name, isn't it? Da 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 da. Anom anom. Da 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 da. Right. <laughs> I was thinking oh, nom 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 nom. <laughs> but anyway, um, he asked, "Is CIG going to commit to supporting only one VR platform?" And uh, Chris said, "No." He said that CIG is committed to supporting multiple peripherals in each class, be it a joystick controller or VR headset. Um, so. Uh, this I thought this was kind of cool for a couple of reasons, and you know we had talked about. Um, uh, I'll just go ahead and bring it up now. Um, you at the end of last show you mentioned the the track IR and that you had picked up the right. track IR, right. and um, which is a, a peripheral I believe that Star Citizen is supporting. Is that correct? Uh, there is, uh, and we'll talk more about it a little later. But there is a um, there is a profile, a default profile uh, called Star Citizen. They have a whole list of default profiles, and so I immediately picked that one. Oh, okay, but that's developed by the Track IR people and not by right, uh, right, right, right. Uh, okay, okay. So anyway, I just this question made me think of that as is you know because it is a peripheral. And um, so Chris said no. That you know, and I thought that was interesting just because you know pe- we have discussed you know the. Um, uh, the uh, Rift and uh, other other VR peripherals that are potentially going to be available and had been sort of concerned like, you know, well, what's going to be supported? Um, right. You know, and what do they have time to develop uh, support for? And uh, so I thought that this was interesting from the, the perspective of, hey, they're committed to supporting all the major uh, peripherals that folks are going to want to use because they want to support how people want to play the game. Well, they want I, the thing is, I mean, it's just it's just a smart business move. I mean, why would you limit yourself in any way? And the thing is, I'm sure when the game goes live, it's not going to support every single you know VR platform. I'm, I would assume that their priority is Oculus, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to work towards you know once the game goes live, getting it across you know all VR platforms or, or all Hotas setups or you know any configuration that you're able to think of uh, or any additional software they'll be able to support. Um, voice attack is another good example of that where they've talked about trying to figure out a way to integrate voice attack into the 
the current uh, ship AI. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, it, in my mind, you know, CR is, is not going to want to lim- limit himself to anything. So, yeah, of course, they're going to support everything and anything they can so that they can have as large a user base as possible. Um, this also goes back to when he, I think one of the episodes where he talked about uh, where they talked about are you going to support Mac or Linux? And he was like, eventually they want to. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I, I I think it's a positive, you know, in, oh, in yeah. general. I mean, I I think that certainly he's uh, he's uh, uh, you know trying to to remain open and and maybe you know err to that side. But they will have to prioritize which where they uh, um, allocate um, development resources first. But right. Um, and but the only thing that kind of and but one thing that did sort of occur to me as being slightly um, strange about uh, the situation. Um, uh, relative to that perspective, is that why then are they going to develop their own HOTAS, mm-hmm. um, which, <clears throat> which of course is not going to be made by Logitech. We've we've established that not Logitech, not not Logitech. So that might have something to do with with Chris. You know what I mean? That may be a preference of Chris's. I don't know. You know, like he's just like I want a HOTAS that matches up to you know Star Citizen. Well, there was the um, that poll. Remember the poll right. where they asked people, you know, do you want a Hotas and how much do you want to spend for it? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I believe that the commitment to do that came out of that poll. But anyway, so that seemed just a little bit inconsistent uh, with the idea of we're going to support everything. But then I guess maybe not if you know it's like I'm going to support everything and the thing that we do ourselves. So well, yeah, it'll be you know we'll we'll support you know all uh, Hotas setups, but you really kind of want to play with ours because ours is basically married up to the game. Um, I would imagine that you know you're going to have a preset or a default Hotas setup that is married perfectly to uh, the uh, throttle and joystick that they're going to offer. Whereas mm-hmm. with something else, you know, you might need to tweak it or dial it in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think um, I think it's um, um, uh, it's it's all good. It's all good. But I tell you one thing that um, one thing that I thought might be the reason why they were doing that is because of six degrees of freedom. Is that uh, right now all the the uh, the stuff that's built for like flight sims for right. regular airplane flight sims? There's no. There's not the the strafing, you know. Okay. Um, so maybe they want something, um, and I think we featured it on, on a show back of you know a couple months, couple three months ago. There was a guy, a community guy, that had uh, developed a, um, a, a, a Hotas or a, a joystick that uh, not only um, uh, did uh, uh, it did all six degrees. So you could like pull up on the stick or push down on the stick, and it would uh, it would give you um, those additional couple degrees but nice. one thing one thing that's really cool and I was talking to our squadron commander ace um, a couple of days ago and um, he found himself in a situation where he uh, had uh, in his possession for a brief period of time two joysticks and so just for grins he hooked them both up and was able to configure it so that he could get six degrees of freedom using two joysticks Wow. Okay. And uh, so, and he said that. But the interesting thing about that is, he said that Star Citizen, as if as is, natively supported it. He didn't have to go through when he plugged in the second joystick; it automatically recognized it, and um, it was you know pretty effortless to make it work. Cool. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, how geeky is that? You know. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, I've, I've always been, I've been like a controller guy ever since like day one. Oh, no, I got a joystick. And so, of course, uh, for my birthday, I got a joystick. No. Yeah, it's it's here on my on my desk right now. So have you used it yet? Um, I am. The reason I got it was for IL-2. Okay. Uh, just just because IL-2 is is, um, is very difficult to play. Did you talk with, about that, though? Weren't you talking about getting like a $24 joystick? Yeah, $29.95. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And, and uh, so it, um, anyway, I haven't had a chance to play with it much, but, um, you know, for, maybe maybe uh, my next birthday I'll get a second one. Well, as a, as a fellow uh, mouse keyboard flyer, I would be very curious as to know what your what your thoughts are on when you switch over to trying to fly with a joystick. I don't think I'm going to use it for Star Citizen. I'm oh, going to stick with okay. the controller. Because of because of the six degrees of freedom, but no. I'll, I'll use it. I'll use it for IL two, and I, I did use it a little bit in um, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Okay, uh, just you know, because that's you know that, that's kind of fun too. Okay. Um, all right. So um, next question came from Graxis, who asked, "Will FPS damage mechanic? Will the FPS damage mechanic be similar to the new ship damage mechanic? For example, are there going to be is there going to be a wide range of damage states?" And uh, what Chris said is yes, but not at f- not in the first iteration of Star Marine. Um, but uh, how he described it is, you know, you could have you take a, a shot with a laser weapon, it could like burn your uniform, you know, singe your uniform. Right. So it's it's not it's not it's going to have that level of fidelity where you know the first shot maybe you know sets your clothing, chars your clothing, and then the next shot may actually wound you. Um, or but I just thought you know that that's that's kind of a cool way to do it and they'll be able to do that without making it really uh, keeping the, the teen rating so right well it's I mean it's going to be the same as it was with um, with arena commander you know what I mean where the, the first iteration that goes live isn't going to be you know the be-all and end-all it's it's going to be you know it's polished enough to where you know CR is happy with it and it's going to go live and then they'll continue to iterate on it you know over the next you know Eight months to a year before the game, you know, either goes in the beta or goes live. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, look at you know, look at where we are with Arena Commander now versus where we were when it went live eight months ago. Right, right. But I you know it's just it's to me it, like every time I hear this stuff, you know, you say, well, of course we're going to have a consistent level of fidelity across all of these gameplay aspects. It's like, oh god, this is going to be so cool, you know. Mm-hmm. It's 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 kind of like you know the you see the the damage states that they demoed at um, I forget which was it South by Southwest or was it the one before that? Oh, but I don't know, it, so many. <clears throat> yeah, where the you know the they were showing the the gladius gladius and they were you know like searing the paint on it and Chris was talking about um, uh, the new uh, being able to write your name in in your opponent's ship you know mm-hmm. and stuff like that but you know the idea that you're going to be able to do that you know in FPS too is like yeah I guess I should have expected it but like it's like wow when they actually tell me it's like that's really really cool yeah when you actually see the video it's stunning I, I mean I can't wait for them to put those damage modifiers across all the ships yeah yeah oh oh yeah so um then uh dabs uh asked about key cards and uh, essentially what he was talking about is being able to restrict access to areas of your ships to your ship systems or you know to uh, your hangars you know certain areas within your hangars can you invite your friends over and allow certain friends to have access and uh, this made me sort of think of um like uh, if we have a, an org hangar you know uh, right you know and when we set up our fancy um uh, recording booth you know 
uh, in the org hangar, you know. So, you know, the three of us are going to need to have key cards so that we can get in there. And, All right, so know. we can virtually podcast? Exactly. That's, that's so exactly. meta. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can like a temporary key card to the guy that's bringing the pizza, you know, uh-huh. so like a, like a, like a single use thing so he can get in. And, yeah, this is yeah. all part of um all part of the ghost system which they're starting to talk more and more about and and I I I'm very excited for the ghost system because you know, on the one hand it's very mundane. It's it's a locking system, you know. I mean, you even go back right. to Star Wars Galaxies, you know, you were able to grant permissions uh to people for your houses or your um or your guilds. Um, you know, so in that respect, it's pretty mundane. But I'm really excited about the fact that it's going to be across ships. It's going to be across um, hangars. It's going to basically be anything. The impression I've got is anything you can lock is going to be able to be locked. But the cooler thing the impre- uh, that I've gotten from Ten for the Chairman in previous episodes is you're also going to be able to pick them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yay. <laughs> so there, no law can contain you. No, no. Again, Miley Cyrus, I cannot be contained. <laughs> that's 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 awesome. I, you know, I just I've, I've, I've never thought of you tw- uh, twerking before. So it's like now I now I have that image. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> now, um, one thing, one thing also that that uh, was mentioned not in this week's, but I think last week's episode of Ten for the Chairman that I thought was important um, was they were saying that, uh, or he was saying that for present. It's going to be about eight to thirty-two people max in Star Marine and in hangars for the first iteration. Okay. Um, they're saying that more people uh, will be added in the long term, but he's thinking that that's about what the max is going to be. It's a pretty broad spectrum, um, eight to thirty-two, and it applies to the first-person shooter because I think that's what the the question was asked in. And so I think he was saying it's like eight to thirty-two, like eight people in Star Marine, up to thirty-two people in a hangar is presently the limit, um, or the limit they're going to start with at launch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the only other thing too is, um, oh no, I think you actually mentioned it—the uh, ghost system and that there's going to be no real damage. So yeah, no, you, yeah, all right. Yeah, no, I, I think it's um, it's cool. It, it's you know, it's that. <clears throat> it's going to uh, allow us a, a level of customization of our play environment, which I think right. is going to not only be useful for its immersion, but also, you know, from uh, for us as an organization, being able to um, um, manage the organization and, uh, uh, you know, have all kinds of fun, cool events. You know? Did you um, did you happen to catch in this week's episode what Chris had said about the Herald? Uh, yes. Well, we uh, we will get to that later. <laughs> okay. We will get to that later. I believe we will. Yeah, I think we should. Um, so uh, next, we uh, there was Around the Verse episode thirty eight, which uh, came out uh, last week. And some of this is old news now, but uh, right. they they talked about the Gladiator being flyable soon um, and having torpedoes, which is is kind of nice. Um, and then they talked about a new mode uh, in uh, Arena Commander. Uh, pirate swarm, which uh, yes. was going to allow us to fly against pirates who are flying ships just like ours, which I'm, I'm thinking is a, a cool way for us to um, to learn to fight against uh, um, ships like Super Hornets or um, Gladiuses without <clears throat> actually having to go up against uh, Ace or uh, Yellow Stag. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to not go up against the two of them and... Uh... And uh, you know, work, play, fight against those types of ships. And I think when, now that they've kind of that they're starting to figure out the damage modifiers, that um, that it makes perfect sense. It's like okay, we've kind of got a, an iteration of of how each ship 
flies, uh, does and takes damage, uh, you know, and we've got certain mods that are in in-game now uh, between weapons and shields, so, yeah, let's, you know, go ahead and instead of making it a Vandal Swarm, make it a Pirate Swarm, which I'm excited for, I think that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, if nothing else, it's just a little bit of variety. Yeah, so. yeah, totally. And I, I still, I love playing the Swarm game. I know? do too, I, I do too. I don't, I don't I, I'm not tired of it, I think it's, it's, uh, it's it's fun, but uh, so that was kind of what came out of Santa Monica um, in that episode. Uh, Ilphonic talked about Seta Ball, uh, which is the it's going to be a new game mode uh, for Star Marine, or I guess I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to be included at um, Star Marine launch. I, I kind of get the sense maybe not, but it's a basically zero G soccer kind of thing, but right. with uh, a grapple gun and uh, shooting at each other. So. You know, it's kind of like it's World Cup. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> isn't it's uh, World Cup in space. I think that they had mentioned too that I mean the overall concept is for this particular game mode. I mean, aside from just having another game mode, was to really help people get a good understanding of um, how to how to manipulate their their body uh, in zero g. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So because they're saying that. I think they specifically said it was either I think it may have been Travis that um, that they really want people to have a good understanding of and really use that game mechanic to their advantage. Yeah, and in I the think consistent universe. Yeah, I think that it's kind of they're being really clever in putting things in which are encouraging us to learn how to play the game. Yeah, absolutely. Because the thing yeah. is, if if a pirate boards your ship, you know, if you're really good dealing with zero g combat, what's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to cut the gravity in the ship. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and so then the folks at Austin talked a bit about the Knicks landing zone of being in gray box phase and uh, how it's just going to be jam-packed full of oodles of piratey pir goodness. So, uh, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that they have a rich and robust black market that I can kind of sneak in there, get some stuff, and sneak out. How could they not? How could they know? not? I don't think it could happen. So, um, and they were continuing work on the mining occupation mechanic. Um, so that's uh, going along cool. Still, still hopeful that we're going to see something uh, along those lines as either a mini game in Arena Commander or um, in, uh, I guess it really wouldn't fit in Star Marine. It would have to be sort of in Arena Commander. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, and, I, you know, it seems like they're, they're committed to that sort of thing that they wouldn't toss us out into the uh, PU without uh, being able to... Um, to try out uh, the mining mechanics, so that's pretty cool. Um, and then uh, the Foundry 42 folks talked about the Shubin mining base, which I believe is where we're going to start uh, out in the first chapter of the Squadron 42, um, the oh, first cool. uh, coming up at the end of this year. And uh, the the concept art that they've shown for that in the past is just it's just gorgeous. It's oh just yeah, gorgeous. no, absolutely. Yeah, so looking forward to that. Uh, then they had Flight Club. They've sort of changed, um, <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, Sandy's flight school uh, or flight lessons to Flight Club. And she's uh, uh, she's getting it down too, by the way. She is. She is. And uh, I um, I don't know if for for some folks who haven't read the book or seen the movie, uh, it was sort of a, a send up of uh, Fight Club, the uh, based on the Chuck Palahniuk book. And uh, of course, you have the uh, the three rules are that you don't talk about Flight Club. Uh, you don't, the second rule is you don't talk about Flight Club, and the third rule is your first night at Flight Club you have to fly. So, <laughs> so well, they did um, they did a play on um, Breaking Bad uh, a couple of weeks back too. So it seems like they're changing the uh, the theme of the flight school every week, which is fun, you know. 
You know, I am that guy. I am the guy, the one guy on the planet that saw none of the Breaking Bad. Wow. Yeah, that's me. That's all right. I only we only watched Breaking Bad uh, this the past like four or five months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we uh, we only just finished up that series uh, about yeah about a month month and a half ago um, specifically so that we could start watching Better Call Saul. Oh, yeah. I, see, I've heard all these things. You know, it's, it's, I feel like I'm participating, but without committing the time. <laughs> it's definitely a good show. Yeah, I've heard. I have definitely heard. Um, and so anyway, Disco Lando uh, has been um, uh, uh, led uh, Sandy along in the uh, Flight Club uh, uh, episode here. And she, as you were saying, she uh, successfully um, uh, ran through a Vandal Swarm um, Flight uh, in her, her Aurora of all yeah, ships, so yeah. it was a it was a, it was fun. Check it out, um, and then their sneak peek uh, for that episode was a, a really cool ship interior. I don't know which ship it was. It was an M, uh, a MISC ship, an MISC ship, right? Uh, but you know, again, just you know, amazing fidelity and um, uh, very very exciting stuff. You know, I, I know I'm I'm just like I'm a little kid when they they show me something bright and shiny. I just get all, <laughs> all excited all over again. So, um, and of course, following up on episode 38 of Around the Verse, we had Reverse the Verse episode 41, and Will Lewis is gone. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know okay. Here's here's the thing. Uh, the The reality of the situation is quite possibly that he got another job offer, or he wanted to move on, or you know that that happens in in any business. But yeah. I can't I can't help wonder about uh, uh, that document gets leaked and what a week two weeks later Will Lewis is gone. You know I didn't put that together. I, um, I, I don't want to talk out of school and I certainly don't want to give the dude a bad rep. I, it just seemed a little weird to me and it seemed very abrupt. No, you know it, it's I I agree I think and I think we can all agree that it did seem very abrupt. Um, but you know the. Um, and then there was also the with the wonderful world of Star Citizen and Disco Lando, um, sort of seemed to be taking stealing some of Will's thunder. Um, yeah, like he kept popping in there, going, "Hey, what about me? I'm the community guy," which seemed a little weird too, in in the context of the whole situation. But like I said, dude, honestly, and I think you agree with me. It was probably just a it was ready for he was time for him to move on. He got a better offer. Or he got an offer that's allowing him to grow. Um, you know, beyond what he was doing at CIG, and I'm sure that that's totally the case, and that there's not a big, you know, to do or conspiracy. But yeah, but between the leaked document, uh, the um, the uh, Disco Lando, the last Disco Lando uh, fan video, and now him leaving so abruptly, it, it seemed kind of weird. It did, it did. But um, you know, we wish him well because you know we he was fun. You know, yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. And like I said, moving on to bigger and better things, you know, in, in his career path. Let's go with that. Yes, I like that. Okay. Um, they also, they talked about uh, that greater concurrency, which was currently at that point, uh, breaking the game um, is actually a good thing. So, um, and I and I get the, I get their point is that... Uh, that the all the issues with the multiplayer uh, being a function to some extent of so many people trying to use the system at the same time that's right. that that's why you test is to find you know to find the weak links and um, and uh, then to uh, to uh, strengthen those bits up so um, well and they're really that, I think they're really smart in in the way that they're starting to approach it you're you're seeing now more and more. Um, 
like they very the the name of the most recent patch is Alpha One Point One Point One, right? And you're hearing in in shows like Around the Verse, you know, where Ben is saying things like, "Yep, break the game." You know, that's that's why we're here. That's what we're doing. Let's break the game. And right. so you know, and they're not like freaking out. Like the it's a bummer that the multiplayer is still um, so buggy. Yeah. But they're not like freaking out to try and fix it. They're just it, they're working on it and they're working towards and resolving the issue. But you can tell it's just like okay, this is you know we want you to break the game. So yeah, you know it's it's a smart way to steer the ship. I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, they said we may get to play the Vanguard in Squadron Forty Two, um, oh. which. Which, you know, on on one side, you're kind of like, yay! And then on the other side, you're like, wow, that's the end of the year. And if not then, when? Do we have to wait until the PU? Oh, yeah, for the for the actual Vanguard to be released. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. Yeah, so. But if they're considering using it in Squadron 42, that means it might get fast-tracked. Yeah, there you go. Let's uh, let's vote for that. Yeah, I want to vote for that. Not, you know... I, not that I'm being greedy or selfish with the fact that, you know, the Connie's almost done, the Merlin's almost done, and they're fast-tracking the Herald. I want more. <laughs> That's right. Well, all in favor, say aye. 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 Okay. Ayes <laughs> have it. All right. There are, and speaking of the Vanguard, there are going to be some minor changes coming um, based upon our feedback because we're cool. important. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, think about like with the Orion. That's what they did with the Orion. It, it came out, and the concepts art came out, and they ended up changing some stuff like the next day. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, no known Herald variants at this point. So, um, and and I I remember now we we definitely are talking about that in the next ten for the chairman about uh, about how we got to this point of symmetry. Right, so, right. Yeah. Um, that the, the, and here's the thing I was mentioning earlier that the Vanguard is not coming with Torps by default. Um, uh, Sandy and Ben are going to dogfight mid month. So we've got mm, that to look forward to. Okay. Um, she's getting, she's getting better. So that's exciting. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Avenger variants, which I still care about because I haven't melted my Avenger. <laughs> um, my, 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 San, my Space Santa Avenger is still safe in my hangar. Um, those variants are not forgotten, nor are they lost. So that's good. Nice. I'm, I, it's funny. I'm doing the same thing with my um, with my Delta. Um, I, now that I've got gimbals on the wings, I'm, I'm finding I'm hitting targets better, and I'm using it a lot more. And I'm actually starting to really enjoy um, the way it slides, and then hitting your boosters to straighten out. Like I'm, I'm mm-hmm. kind of enjoying that. You don't really get that on the Hornet because the Hornet's just kind of such a big, lumbersome ship. Yeah. Um, with the, the agility, also comes a little bit more lag. But if you're if you're constantly on your thruster, you're able to kind of, um, you know, it's like uh, Tokyo drifting. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun little ship. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun little ship. Um, there is going to be an esports mode coming to Arena Commander. Oh, that's going to be huge. Yeah, yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering if there if there's going to be an esports uh, mode coming to Star Marine. I'm thinking uh, the FPS master is uh, mm-hmm. he's a uh, He's getting ready for uh, for the world stage here. Let's see. Uh, let's see Ace and Stag get into that esport uh, AC <sighs> mode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Represent. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think they need a manager? <laughs> Listen, you kids are gonna go far. I could be their Malcolm McLaren. Totally. 
<laughs> All right. Um, and then Chris is moving to the UK. Go figure. For a couple months. And mm-hmm. um, he's going to be directing the storyline and overseeing the development of all the mocap stuff going into Squadron 42. So they are definitely gearing up to get that done and ready for us to enjoy right around Christmas time. Yeah. So yep. very excited about that. You got you got Travis out dealing with Ilphonic. You've got Chris out dealing with Squadron 42. Um, so you know, you can you can kind of see like where where the immediate priorities are. I would imagine that once uh, first person shooter once um, Star Marine goes live Travis will come back to uh, Santa Monica well I think in the meantime what's going to happen is that Ben is going to use the ghost system to change all the locks on the Santa Monica office perfect and he's going to he's just going to bandit loaf in charge it's going to roll <laughs> nice all right, um, and so then we got year three subscriber perks. Are you a subscriber? I am, and this is crazy to me. How, how, how cool much? How much wreck did you get? Oh God, I gotta look. I gotta look because um, I got a not insignificant amount. Um, I, I got I got over seventy six thousand. I've got ninety six thousand. They gave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've I've been a subscriber since AC went. I've been. Uh, subscriber about a month or so after Arena Commander went live. Yeah, yeah. So That's that just, was. It's uh, very cool. Yes, it is very cool. Very, very cool. And um, uh, so I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pride in my subscriberness. Yeah, no, it's, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be a subscriber and support um, the development of the game beyond just purchasing ships. I mean, I'm used to, and I'm sure you are too. When you play an MMO, a lot of times you have a monthly subscription anyway. So. Yeah. Why not? Um, so it's they did it, the perks are really really good. If you're a subscriber and you haven't seen it, um, I think we'll have a link in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely if you're a subscriber, it's worth reading. There's a lot of really cool perks that they're uh, implementing for year three. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's really um, cool too that. Um, that because the the subscriber money that they raise is what funds you know ten for the chairman right, and around right, the verse right. and all that so I mean you know with <laughs> without that content this show would be about twenty minutes long so <laughs> yeah no it wouldn't so. even be that long because none of us want to actually read the posts yeah <laughs> you're just like hey hi welcome to Versecast uh, there's a show link for this there's a show link for this and a show link for this thank you and uh, we'll see you next week that's right thank Engine thank Ron Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, have you, have you spent any of your REC? Oh yeah, um, Did you? yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm playing with um, size one. I was playing with size one guns on my uh, Delta because I had mm-hmm. to, because I I put the um, the um, the uh, not turrets. My um, head, my brain's freezing up right now. Gimbals, I put mm-hmm, gimbals mm-hmm. on the on the wing, so I had to drop down from the tier uh, size two badgers down to a size one gun. And um, I, I found, you know, it's funny, uh, Chris had mentioned um, somewhere, I want to say it's the most recent time for the chairman, that people need to get away from, oh, it's a size one gun, meaning it's a weak gun. Um, and I think he was basically trying to say that a size one gun is just the size of the gun that fits logically on a particular ship. And so I found that using the size one guns on the wings and having size one guns on the nose, I, I did pretty well. I mean, I got... Really, really far with uh, Vandal Swarm, and so it wasn't really like that much of a um, nerf, so to speak. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
Well, especially because you your mouse and keyboard, you know, so that right. you really you you have that extra precision or that enhanced precision. So right, and that once That's everything's it. gimbaled, I'm in pretty solid shape. Now, can you remove if you have a ship that comes stock with the gimbal? Can you remove the gimbal? Yes. How do you do that? You just take it off. When you take the um, when you take the weapon off, you'll see a small black disc, okay. and that is the gimbal. You pull that off, and you're good to go. Okay, because uh, I'd like to do that um, uh, on a couple of ships. I'll discuss later. Um, yeah, I put the um, I put the Omni uh, Omni Sky threes on, and mm. um, they're pretty impressive. I, I they they do nice damage output, um, and uh, I like I said, I was pretty happy with the swap out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I will. I will look at that again. Um, we got a monthly report for March. Uh, that's um, and all of these things you can find on the uh, the Comlink uh, page on Star Citizen. So that's 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 what I link to in the show notes. Is just you know go to Star Citizen Comlink and that oh, everything yeah. that pretty much everything. And they do a, a really groovy weekly wrap up now too. So yeah, that's very helpful. They make it easy for all of us. Um, not they make it easy us. for you. Easy. And speaking of 10 for the Chairman, episodes 59, which we were discussing just a moment ago, um, the, uh, Chris, before answering any questions, led off with a little bit of um, a report about Squadron 42. You know, he, he headed off there. I guess he's there now. Right. Um, and talked about that it's a huge story arc um, to this thing and that it's going to be split up into a trilogy. You know, I think um, Peter Jackson is not directing. That's repeat. Peter Jackson is not directing it. So there won't be um, four movies in its quote-unquote trilogy? Uh, <laughs> and Andy Serkis, though he, Andy Serkis is involved, but Peter Jackson is not directing. Yeah. So no Legolas. That's <laughs> Orlando what you're saying, Bl- right? No, or, no. Orlando Bloom, you're out of luck. I'm going to laugh so hard if he's one of the actors that they're not talking about. <laughs> Orlando, Orlando Bloom is going to be in it. Like, come on. Get, get not have something with Legolas in it. <laughs> as long as there's no um, uh, Viggo Mortensen, I'm good. <laughs> more Sean Bean. We need more Sean Bean, and we need Sean Bean in a role where he doesn't get killed off in the first episode. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. All right. Um, but anyway, the first episode is going to be 21 chapters, um, and it's going to be uh, he's he equated that to 70 seven zero wing commander style missions. More than okay. twenty. More than twenty hours of gameplay, and and I find that when they talk about hours of gameplay, that's like uh, yellow stag player level gameplay. Right. So for for guys like me, that's like a, it's like a year of gameplay. So <laughs> I mean, it's just I just I like to think of that as added value because I suck. Um, and then and uh, after that, and I guess it's going to be about a year after that, we're going to get episode two, which is called Behind Enemy Lines. Um, and he didn't really elaborate what was involved in that uh, or what was going to be going on in that. But then about a year after that, we're going to be getting episode three um, to round the whole thing out. And so that's going to be like the equivalent of three AAA titles. Um, and then um, in, the, in the distant or in the farther off future, we're going to be getting more narrative stories to play. And they're not, it's not going to all be military stuff too. He said, you know, potentially we could have something... Um, involving a pioneer, the pioneering mechanic, right. um, which is that what they're calling the exploration aspect of the game, or um, maybe even like a bounty hunter or um, uh, a mercenary or, or, or something. So, um, you know, I think it's pretty cool that you know it looks like they're sort of gearing up to you know kind of like some of these games like Battlefield and and um, um, 
uh, Call of Duty, every year they release a new chapter that has a new narrative story to it. Yeah. Um, you, you know, how cool is to have that and then in the in, in the interim periods have your persistent universe to um, to uh, do all the other stuff in. That's so. brilliant. It, it makes me... Um Makes me feel very much like a Schwarzenegger in Commando, or like Rambo in like the second or third or fourth or fifth or thirteenth movie, where it's just like they go find you, and it's just like every time I try and get out, you bring me back in. <laughs> exactly. But Jackson, Jackson, we need you. We need you back in the force. We need you back <laughs> on Squadron Forty Two, man. Come on. Yeah, no one can do this job. That's why we need you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you're telling me I'm expendable? That's right. <laughs> so um, anyway, I thought that that was he was obviously very excited about Squadron Forty Two heading over there to um, uh, to, uh, to to make it happen. So uh, Godspeed there, uh, Mister uh, Roberts. Well, now I've never seen Wing Commander, but I heard it, it's um, I, I, being a fanboy aside. Um, I heard that it's not the greatest of movies in the world, and I would guess, yes. yeah, I would guess that he's really excited to have an opportunity to direct again. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, I, I've heard sort of um, mixed reviews. I've heard that, you know, sort of objectively, if you were coming to it cold, that it was not very well done. I really need to see it myself. I've not seen it either. I do, too. I, I may have to, um, like, Netflix it or, or find it somewhere and, and watch it. All right. Homework assignment. Yeah? Yep. All right. Um, then uh, he went to some questions. He uh, spoke to or uh, answered a question from Moadib. Uh, so you got your little Dune reference there. Uh, he uh, who asked, will there be other uses for the stuff we mine in game, or can we only sell it to NPCs? Uh, which I thought, you know, given our, our fleet of Orions, this is uh, of course uh, interesting to us. Oh yeah. And and what Chris said is that at first you're only going to be able to sell the materials you mine at economic economic nodes, which are run by NPCs. But that eventually players are going to be able to own uh, some small percentage of these economic nodes, and then at that point. Uh, you'll be uh, players. Player characters will be involved in um, uh, processing the the materials and manufacturing, you know, uh, weapons or ships or whatever it is that comes out of those materials. So um, uh, the um, I heard something in my head. I heard something in my head. Okay, I'm going to move on. All right, um, it's just it's just the voices in your head telling you everything is okay. <laughs> I've learned not to trust them. <laughs> um, well, I, I will say this though: one thing that I got out of that um, is that there won't be any um, in-depth uh, individual crafting. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, I'm cool with. I, I know that there's people out there that are really into crafting, and it's going to be a bummer for them. But I, I really the impression I've got is that that's just not going to happen. Um, like, you may be able to own the node that produces said weapon or said ship or said alloy or whatever it may be, but you're not going to be sitting there, um, you know, putting said alloy together with said weapon barrel with, you know, said trigger point and, and creating a plus five to damage weapon. Right, right. So yeah, no, I, I think um, it's it's going to be it's going to be a little richer than that. You know, it's it's not going to be you know cutting cutting recipes out of the back of uh, uh, the internet. You know, you're gonna it's gonna be a little bit more freeform. I think. So. Well, it'll also be a little bit more um, uh, game master controlled. I think it goes back to the whole ninety ten uh, with NPCs versus uh, actual players. You know what I mean? There. They're going to be maintaining 
they're going to be they're going to be watching and balancing the economy, and I think this is one of the ways that they're able to do that. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. I just I just received a, a, an emergency text from the president. Oh, well, what's, okay. Uh, I, I have to go to North Korea. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> no. Um, okay. So yes, I agree. How's that? That's perfect. You are so distracted with whatever is going on in your universe. You are doing a disservice to the fans, sir. I am sorry. I apologize. <laughs> All right. Um, so the next question, uh, Rebuck, uh, and here we here we go back to uh, the Herald. Uh, he said, uh, you know, why the Herald Symmetry, bro? And uh, what Chris said Do you is even that... asymmetry, bro? Do no. You, do you even asymmetry, bro? <laughs> bro? I'll try it again. <laughs> And what Chris said is that uh, Jim Martin, I didn't, I didn't realize that Jim Martin uh, was the designer of uh, of the of the Herald. We both know another Jim Martin, who I think I think it's a different Jim Martin. I'm going to say it is not the guitar player from Faith No More. No, I'm pretty sure it isn't. Um, but uh, this Jim Martin, who actually uh, worked on uh, a couple of the other ships, um, uh, gave uh, Chris a, a bunch of different looks of, of at the Herald and. Um, uh, what Chris said is, you know, I like some of the later ones, and that's the one I picked, and the one I picked is more symmetrical, so uh, it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, it goes back to the whole, you know, this is this is my ball, and I'm bouncing it the way that I want to bounce it. Exactly. Which I'm exactly. cool with. I, I respect the dude, and I respect his, his vision. I will say this, though. Um, I had mentioned at one point that I think the reason why they went with a symmetrical look was so that the whole ship could turn into a sensor array. And Chris mentioned that. I am right. I am right. I am right. I want a cookie or, or a star or a smiley face or some recognition. Somebody celebrate me <laughs> is what I'm saying. Yes. Well, you, you should be celebrated. <laughs> anyway. So yay, yay you. Yay me. <laughs> All right. And so then and our buddy Anom Nom, um, who uh, got his two, two weeks... Two weeks in a row for uh, for uh, for Mr. Yummy here. Uh, he said that the Vanguard is awesome, but why does it have two by size two shields? Which you know, I kind of thought, hey, that does that seems sort of odd. But then, right. what what Chris said is multiple shield nodes equals redundancy. So, and that kind of makes sense. So you got no single point of failure. Didn't so he I also thought, say that it covers quadrants of the ship too? Because it's a larger ship, like one shield generator is covering certain quadrants of the ship, and the other one is covering other quadrants as well. Right, right. So you don't. So if you lose one node, your entire ship is not unprotected. Right. You, right, right, you right. still you still have the other node, which will be protecting perhaps the the back half of the ship. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's pretty cool. Um, and. Um, so then, uh, on Tuesday of, of uh, last week, we got 1.1.1 in the PTU, and it included um, a flyable gladiator, which I immediately started doing, banging my head against <laughs> against the against the monitor. Why, why, why did I sell mine? Your, your timing is not so good. No, my timing is not so good. Um, and uh, there is um, a, a couple of a uh, couple of uh, videos they put out that were put out that showed you know just how awesome the Gladiator was, which made me bang my head again. Um, and 
The other cool thing about, um, or a couple other cool things about 1.1.1 uh, in the PTU was that uh, we got our first look at uh, the gunner seat being functional in uh, free flight for the Gladiator, the Super Hornet, and the Cutlass Black. Now, has anybody actually done it yet? I haven't had a chance to. I seem to keep missing everybody, which, interesting story. I logged in Sunday night. It was one of those few, because it was Easter Sunday, it was quiet. I was so excited that I logged in on time to play with everyone. No one was there. Oh, on Easter? On yeah, Easter, Easter Sunday. Why do you hate me, community? Why? <laughs> Well, we actually uh, didn't have an official event on Easter. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, I realized that when I logged in. I'm like, what is everybody? Yeah, I know. It was um, sadness. Yeah, well, sadness. I, had, I had it. I had it. With my Easter <laughs> um, eggs. So there are I, there have been uh, a bunch of videos on YouTube of, of folks uh, doing that sort of stuff, and um, I have not actually been out there and had anybody um, or gotten any in uh, a dual seat. Uh, any dual seat action, uh, but I know that it is um, it is working. Um, but I thought that actually the cool thing, and I did go out looking for um, on one of the rare moments I got to play, was that there were ghost connies uh, in free flight. Um, yeah. So what was the story with that? They were just sitting there. They were just sitting there, and they would just appear. And uh, I saw one video of a. Um, a guy that was actually able to board one and get in the pilot's chair. And um, uh, I'm not sure if he was able to actually fly it around, but he was able to sit down in the pilot's chair. Yeah, I saw and, that one too. I don't think that they were flyable. No, I think they were pretty much dead in the water. Yeah, but uh, so I went out looking for one of those because I thought that was very cool and um, I was not able to find one. Did you see the video with the guy that tried to uh, land the uh, M50 in the cargo bay? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> I was ridiculous. Yeah. It was very, very cool. It's like it just squished him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it just went. He would have made it if they didn't have those wings. I know. Well, it's you know, wing wings matter, I guess. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So anyway, we got the PTU um, on Tuesday, and that was very exciting. Um, and then uh, we got around the verse episode number thirty-nine on Thursday. And they, uh, in Santa Monica, they talked about the, the Genesis Starliner uh, concept being in the works. And uh, uh, Darian called it a galactic star fairy. Yeah. Which, I, I, well, then they, they also talked about, like, uh, the need to get around the universe uh, if you didn't have a ship or you chose not to have a ship. Yeah, yeah. So I'd imagine that this is probably one of the ways to do it. Uh, this is not a playable ship, correct? Um, I don't. I think it's going to be NPC. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it's going to be um, anything that we can own. But we'll be able to do escort missions, or we'll be able to raid it. You know, if, if the pirates in in the org, you'll be able to actually raid those ships. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so that's pretty cool. That's what they're focusing on. I guess they must be pretty much done with what they're doing on the Connies. Yeah, I would guess so. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, Ilphonic talked a little bit more about Seda Ball, um, that uh, the prototyping, prototyping is complete. Um, so um, maybe that will be available in time for the release of Star Marine. I don't know. Oh. We'll have to see. Didn't, um, they, didn't, they also, um, didn't they also take another pass at the movements, the, the body or physical movements, um, when you're dealing with Zero-G? Didn't they uh, also like work on making that smoother and um, a little bit more articulate? Yeah, I know. I believe it was Travis that mentioned that they were, um, and I think the sort of uh, 
uh, ties back to what you were saying earlier about them wanting to get us to test that mechanic. Right. You know, ab- right. About about uh, having the fidelity of uh, of our zero g motion um, be um, accurate. Right. Uh, so, you know. So. Um, and uh, they're also working on the visual effects differences between um, uh, the weapons on ships and handheld weapons. You know, so like a laser is a laser. You know that, that they, they make sense. You know, you want uh, right. You want a, a handheld course, yeah. laser. A handheld laser is going to work the same as a ha- as a uh, a weapon on a on a ship. Right. It's just the the scale or the, right, the scope right, right, right. Or, or whatever. Um, uh, Austin talked about uh, their uh, working on the Pioneer o- Occupation, and this is uh, Tony Zervek who did the, the mining mechanic is, is uh, leading this. Um, so the design for that um, document is underway. So, you know, um, uh, the one that he did on the mining mechanic, that document was just awesome. So, yeah, it really was. Yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping uh, that the, uh, uh, the Pioneer Occupation um, one will be as, um, as in-depth. Uh, they're also working on grabby hands, what they're calling grabby hands. <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned that, yes. Yeah. Grabby hands, I love it. Which uh, I guess what that means um, in, uh, in real words is that uh, it's just basically the um, uh, environment interaction fidelity so that when you reach out to grab something and pick it up, it actually looks sort of natural. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that because that's the one, one thing, that, one immersion-breaking thing that I noticed pretty apparent that's pretty apparent right now like when you go to click on a button like for example on your cutlass black if you go to um, open the cargo bay door your hands don't move you know what I mean mm-hmm. you, you literally I almost feel like because you have to get really close to that button and it feels like you're almost pressing it with your face right right yeah yeah so um, they're um, they're working um, on that little bit especially because like when you're going to be doing um your hacking would how cool would it be if right. it actually if it actually you know your hands were actually working some sort of a data pad or something like that? You think HR played like a sexual harassment video and the guy in the in the video was like that? Don't be Joseph Grabby Hands. <laughs> Nobody likes Mr. Grabby Hands. Mr. Grabby yes. Hands seems to think it's a comfortable thing to touch people in inappropriate places, and they were like Grabby Hands. What a great idea! That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. So. Um, uh, do you remember uh, there was just such a movie uh, entitled Mr. Bungle? I was. A, did you, yes. Did I, you ever, did you ever hear that one? Yes. Or see I, that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where the name came from. Oh, nice. Yeah. For those yeah. of you that are Mr. Bungle the band fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody Which knows. We are. Nobody knows Which who. We, nobody knows who we're talking about except for you and I. <laughs> we're having a private moment. We are. Oh, and I enjoyed it. I did too. Yeah. All right. So um, the UK now this this I got real excited about. They're they're talking about an Arena Commander tutorial. Yeah, I and, thought this was really cool too. And they were talking about it like it had been released. <laughs> well, like like it was a part of something. Right, right, right. And it's like, but where is it? <laughs> I, I would say I would go so far as to say it's further along than any of us knew. Okay, so it isn't actually included in one point one point one. No, no, right. no. I, th- I think they're they're talking about it going live in uh, the next major patch um, when uh, Star Marine goes live. But you know, I'll t- I'll, I'll take that with a grain of salt. 
Okay. All right. I just it, I, it but you sort of heard it too. I mean, they yeah, were yeah. kind of they were talking about it like it was already a thing. Well, and the other thing that we could do, but Well, um, yeah, and the other thing too is that um you're going to be able to at the end of the tutorial apparently, you're going to be able to fly your ship into the asteroid hangar. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You know, it's, I mean, that's why, you know, I felt like, you know, I was like, I went to walk back in the house and like hit my nose on the sliding glass door. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, where, where are my little balloon decals? Which, <laughs> which, by the way, um, I love, 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 even though it's the first iteration of the, um, the uh, landing procedure. Mm-hmm. I, I have. I don't know why, but I just really enjoy um, playing around with that. I, I always do it with the autopilot off. I always manually land. Um, I just think that they, they really did a great job with with that particular system. Just sorry, a little bit of a tangent, but um, I really liked what they did with that because it was always frustrating. It's like you can't land on anything because you can't really see unless you go third person. Right. Right. I, I thought they did a great job with that, and I hope they do something similar. To allow for flying in formation a little bit easier as well. Yeah, yeah. Did I now? I can't remember. Did you pick up Elite Dangerous? No, I only can. I only have time for one Space Sim Addiction. But when it goes to Xbox, I will probably play it. Oh, okay. And the reason I ask is just because that their landing mechanic is also similarly cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, that's one of my favorite things about that game is the landing mechanic. Um, okay, so. Um, really need that bad so come on guys over there in the uk yeah i want to land my ship in my asteroid hangar it's four in the morning over there it's not too early to get up and get back to work um okay and then i wanted to uh, give a shout out to all of our um our video artists here in the those guys for ships organization including mr vendas who has uh, uh, been uh, i know has been working on some cool stuff cig is accepting 30 second videos to feature in around the verse they featured a, a couple of them this last week and yeah, um, i yeah. know i know we we did some cool stuff with um uh, uh, multiple folks getting into a cutlass back when um, uh, in the previous iteration um, in free flight and it was a lot of fun so um, you know definitely uh, uh, if uh, you guys have uh, have a, a snippet that you want to put up uh, we'll make you famous kid God, you and uh, I are like so like 1930s news reporters today I know <laughs> I know news I'm feeling a, black and white news you know? from around the best <laughs> that's right um, it's like the and only voice the, I can do too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so then, in the sneak peek, uh, they showed a really cool little droid or a bot or I don't know what the heck it was, but it was just pretty pretty cool looking. So. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and say it's a mining droid. Okay, I, I'll we'll go with that. Um, it kind of looked like a if, if you crossed a claptrap from Borderlands with a cough lozenge. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah. Um, so then, of course, following up on Around the Verse, my favorite show, Reverse the Verse, um, they had no news on Orgs 2.0, but that it is being worked on at Turbulent, and those guys are really, 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 really busy. Uh, this one I thought was kind of uh, interesting. A CIG doesn't know how the Connie appeared in the PTU, uh, that it was a bug. Wow, that is yeah. brilliant. <laughs> I don't know. I, was it there? I it was like, yes, it was there. That was just like some weird asset that they just forgot to pull out or something. I, I don't know. That's so strange. Isn't that? That's pretty funny. Um, 
And uh, the next combat ready ship is going to be either the Herald or the Merlin. So I think either way, you're a happy guy. I am. I am so full of win, regardless <laughs> of what choice they pick. Yes. Although absolutely. I have to say, though, I mean, how how fierce of a fighter is the Herald going to be? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, know. The, Maybe. The, the Merlin. Yeah, I get it. That's going to be a fighter, and you know, I'm going to have a lot of fun trying to balance. Um, the weapons on the Merlin, uh, especially if if some of them are, are you know hard fixed, uh, you know fixed hard points, mm-hmm. um, where you know where you can't put a um, uh, where you can't put a mount on it. Um, so I, yeah, it'll be curious. I'll be curious as to see how that's going to work. But the Herald is just it's not a combat ship. So okay, yeah. Well, you know, except it might be like because it's supposed to be really fast, right? Yeah, it is supposed to be really fast. Okay, it might be an excellent capture the core ship if mm. it has any any of its sort of stealth capabilities. If it can, you know, a jam um, target locks, uh, it it could be a really good core carrier. No, that that's great. The question though is, are they going to have any um, you know any electronic warfare uh, mods available at this point? I think down the road, yeah, that would be amazing for. I didn't even think of that for for capture the core because yeah, you could jam you could jam up uh, signals. You can and if you're fast, you can you know not manu- outmaneuver people and block their signal or shut them down. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah. be pretty cool. Even if you could just make yourself, you know, in some way invisible for a period of time, that mm-hmm. would, might give you an advantage. Uh, such, you know, in, in combination with with good speed, you know, it doesn't have to be like you know three hundred series fast, but even if it's right, you know right. like Gladius fast, you know, two twenty, two forty. I mean, yeah. that would might might be enough of an advantage to make it interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, like like I said, either way, it's a win for me. So. Yeah, yeah, you're you're living you're living large. Hooray me! <laughs> yeah, it's it's a celebration of Jimmy. That's a quote, Dave Grohl. Celebrate me! <laughs> I think I think we have a title for the show. <laughs> All right, so um, and uh, the Vanguard here here you go. Here's uh, um, some uh, some almost meaningful information. The Vanguard is going to be slower than the Gladius. So it's going to be slower than 240, but it's going to be faster than a Connie, which we have no idea how fast that is. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. The top speed on a Cutlass Black is 180. Right. So, And the top speed on a Hornet is 200. Mm-hmm. So where's the Vanguard going to fall? I mean, if it falls in, in 200, that's fine. You know, I... But the, the top speed on the, glad, on the Gladiator is 190. Okay. So maybe it's going to be around there? Yeah, because I, I can't imagine it being as slow as a uh, Cutlass. So, yeah, I, I, you're probably right, like 190, one, you know, yeah. One, yeah, 185, 190. But it has two massive engines. Yeah, so I, I was thinking that it wasn't going to be very maneuverable. Maybe it's going to be slower but more maneuverable. I, I think actually it, it gives up some maneuverability too for armor. Okay. Uh, but um, uh, you know, it's I was I was kind of surprised that the the Gladiator is only one ninety, given that it is twin engine. Right. And big engines too, T fours. So huh. I was kind of surprised by that. But it's also um, uh, pretty well armored too. So um, and it's chock full of torpedoes or torps as we call them. 
So, anyway, so um, it, we know it's going to be torps. slower than a Gladius. Yeah, Torps. Uh, slower than a Gladius. So that we know. Okay. It. We're going to get more maps for Arena Commander coming soon. Oh, cool. So, there you go. Um, inside CIG, we got a Foundry 42 in Germany video, which I haven't watched, but if you're at all interested in meeting the new folks in uh, in Deutschland there, check that out. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, about that, I didn't watch it either. Ah! Wow, I, <laughs> I, I see we park our car in the same garage. Yes, it's true. Name that movie. Oh, I don't know. What movie was that? Oh. Yeah, uh, True Romance. Oh, wow. God, I haven't seen that movie in forever. Yeah, yeah. Going old school. You are going old school. Okay. All right. Um, April subscriber flare. Uh, we got a, a Jean Cartouille ship model. Yeah, we got another ship model. <laughs> hey, dude, it's no art art patron plaque, but you okay. know. Yeah. I will say this, though. I cannot find it in my hangar. I can't either. I don't know where it is. It's supposed to be there. What hangar do you have? I have the uh, asteroid. Okay, yeah, so me too. I, I'm tempted at some point in the next couple of days to just pop in one of the other hangars and see if it's in there. Yeah. I looked everywhere for that thing. I know. I, I went. I looked up top. I looked, you know, in all the glass cases. I got nothing. 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 I, you know, have you found your plaque yet? Yeah, it's in the in the um, in the, the the lobby, if you will, the <laughs> the loading dock, the special secret uh, window or spe- uh, special secret door. Oh, is it down in there? Okay, yeah, it's I, down in there. I, did, I didn't look down in there. I'll go look at there. Is it nice? It's shiny. Is it? Shiny? It's shiny. <laughs> yeah, it's a shiny plaque. It's, you know, so. when people walk in, they see it and you say, "Oh yes, well, I am a I am a supporter of the arts, if you will." A sophisto. A sophisto. Yeah, awesome. All right, then we got a des- we did get a design document. It's the FPS stances and breathing document. So if you don't know how to breathe, read this document. Anyway, <laughs> um, I did talk. I did talk I to John and <laughs> sweet sweet air. And what John I, John John's going to have some opinions about this because he is the FPS master. So we'll we'll come back uh, circle back and uh, discuss this one next week. Okay, um, cool cool. I have I have notes. I took notes. Oh, did you? Okay. Well, can, can you hold on till, till next week because um, uh, we want to let John. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. All right. Awesome. I, I defer to his better skill set. Yeah, he's the FPS master. Um, and then we got a note from the chairman on version numbering, and um, so you know, I think in the past we've talked on and off about sort of the confusion of the numbering um, uh, schematic: what's alpha, what's pre-alpha, and all this. And so, right. Chris came out with a short note and basically. Uh, um, put everything um, to rights he said you know the, the essentially the community spoke and they've listened and um, I guess the numbering uh, schema that they were using previously had something to do with their internal numbering schema right uh, which you know in the development process and so um, uh, that was I think more confusing for us here on the outside than it had to be so uh, they've decided to um, uh, to redo it and so Instead of Star Citizen 1.1.1, it's now Star Citizen Alpha 1.1.1, which I think you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Now I think um, I think uh, is it un, is it unspoken or is it spoken that we are now officially in Alpha and out of pre-Alpha? I believe it is spoken because that's what they're calling it. So, yeah, um, but makes they sense. didn't they didn't actually say that we have uh, moved out of pre-Alpha, but um, the distinction of uh, 
of alpha is that it is feature complete but content incomplete, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm, which, sure. Which I don't believe is the case. So maybe they're fudging on that definition a little bit. Uh, you know, it's Star Citizen. They're breaking new ground. They're making stuff up as they go along. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think Chris even <laughs> Chris even mentioned. He said, you know, it's like um, we were surprised by you know all of the intense debate in the forums about this. <laughs> well, it's it is it's definitely confusing. I think it, it harkens back to the difficulty it is trying to explain this game to somebody that is not a part of it. Uh, right. And this goes to this. This speaks to press. This speaks to friends and family. It's really hard when you tell people, "Well, the game's in pre-alpha," and it's like, "Well, huh? What, what do you mean?" You know. And I, so I think that that's one of the ways that they're helping clarify. And then also the fact that you are bringing in Star Marine, you are bringing in a social module, and once those two modules go live, that is the very beginnings of of you know being able to tie the universe together into the persistent universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think this is good. Yeah, no, absolutely. It works for me. So yeah, I'm cool with it. So uh, it sounds like before we get Star Marine, which is going to be 1.2.0, we're going to get a 1.1.2, which is going to um, be a code stability bug fi- fix patch. Um, so which I'm I, I think we could use. Yeah, um, we'll get the get the matchmaking system up and running again. Yeah, yeah, because you're going to need that for the Star Marine. <laughs> Just a little bit. Well, yeah, uh, that's right, because there's there's no um, there's no NPC uh, combat. Exactly. So they have to have matchmaking fixed. Exactly. Um, and then in 1.3.0, we'll get the social module. So probably in between 1.2 and 1.3, there will be some, some point, point, point. Ones, twos, and threes. So I'm really hoping we see a character creator in a social module. I want my beard. <laughs> well, you know, and a lot of people have been saying, "Hey, when are we going to be able to make female characters?" Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Did you yeah. um, just a quick tangent? Did you happen to see my um, my most recent post over on my page at First Cast with uh, the uh, character hair? No, I did not. Um, I did. I did. I did notice in your most uh, recent logo uh, that you worked on um, that uh, I believe that one of the one of the guys with ships is actually a gal, right? Yes, it is. Yes, I like it. That's good. That's good. I thought you might. I thought you might. I was basing basing that logo loosely off of um, what uh, John had done, but we'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's meetings to be had. Yes, we'll, yes. We'll take a lunch. Discussions to 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 uh, to work out. Exactly. All right. And speaking of Alpha 1.1.1, it got released. Yes, it did. On my birthday. Thank you ah, very much. Quite a treat. Yeah. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Um, and in that, we got some turrets becoming active. Um, the Super Hornet, the Cutlass Black, the Gladiator, Second Seats, now accessible in free flight mode. And they are. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Super Hornet and Gladiator back on sale. Um, did anyone... Have um, have um, uh, a melting moment? <laughs> no, no. If um if I get anything back, it'll be the ghost. The super hornet's just I don't know. Doesn't do anything for me. Hmm. I I had I, I melted. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So I think this is going to start to become a weekly segment. But what ships do you have now? Um, I have a super hornet and a gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I well, what actually, and um, 
speaking of the REC that I got for being a subscriber, I immediately, as soon as I saw that I could rent uh, the Gladiator, you know, after beating my head against the table, right, right, for, right. You know, I immediately went out and rented it, and I flew it for about an hour and just totally fell in love. I'm just like, I gotta have this. Now, I gotta have. Comparing it to, let's say, a Hornet, um, mm-hmm. does it does it maneuver better? It sounds like it, it runs a little slower. It's a little bit slower, um, and uh, the weapon it has one less set of guns, but okay. it's got it's got it's got forty eight missiles. So wow, yeah, forty eight. Um, no, ninety six missiles it has ninety six missiles. That's no, it is. It's got I was a lot of say, that that seems a bit excessive. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's, it's got three hundred and thirty missiles. It's three hundred and thirty missiles. Um, it um, it is uh, inspired uh, in the uh, in the release uh, for it or in the release materials came with it. It's a World War Two uh, dive bomber inspired uh, ship, and it has uh, five uh, torpedoes actually. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and uh, be- but because there are no capital ships to attack in Arena Commander just yet, they provided us a set of stalkers. Um, which I, I haven't looked up the stalkers to see what size they are, but I think they're pretty big okay. uh, for the Gladiator pilots to experiment in Arena Commander with uh, before uh, they uh, e- equip them with the capital ship busters. Nice. Uh, so um, yeah. Anyway, it's it's um, I kind of like it because I one of the the ships I melted was my I had an Aurora LN. Okay. And I re- I really had been enjoying playing that. Um, just because it's slow and deliberate, and um, so the if I find the Gladiator to be kind of like that too, is because it is just a little bit slower. You kind of have to um, sort of uh, be more deliberate in what it is that you're doing. Okay, um, that's actually one of the things I like about the Hornet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, anyway, I melted uh, I melted my Aurora. I melted my 350R, um, so I don't have that anymore. And uh, um, I also melted my Gladius, and I, wow. I had a little. I had a little bit of money on account, um, so um, with those three, I was able to uh, get the Super Hornet and the Gladiator. This so. is this is. I, I already see that this is the line that we we're going to be telling all of our wives. I had a little money on credit. <laughs> I did. I returned my aluminum cans. Uh, I, I, I love you, honey. <laughs> So um, and the Super Hornet, I mean, is um, I'm not a good it's, I'm not a good pilot of it, but it is you know it's sort of the dogfighting standard. Sure. Yeah, you yeah, know, it really is. Um, I, I I think that um, I think that the um, the Ghost suits my play style a little bit better, even though I'm taking a hit on on weapons. But I eh, just you know I, I I like the idea of being uh, being a little bit more low profile. Because mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Super Hornet gives off a fair amount of heat too, doesn't it? It does. Uh, but the nice thing about both the the Super Hornet and the Gladiator is they're both uh, twin seat too, so it's going right. to be a, right. a lot of fun for where we are right now in the game, being able to do that stuff in free flight mode. So. Yeah, I'm I'm really I like I'm excited uh, to fly my black with somebody um, and kind of see how that whole thing works. Because again, you know, we've talked about this um, in Star Wars Galaxies. The only thing a pilot could do was fly straight. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it became very confusing and very disorienting uh, for the gunners. So yeah. the multi-crew ship in Star Wars Galaxies was basically, if you were the pilot, was it sucked. It was no fun whatsoever. 
So I'm really excited to get in there with with somebody and and you know swap back and forth. You fly and I'll shoot. I'll fly and you shoot, and get a real good feel for for how the mechanic works in Star Citizen. Yeah, and I you would have to think that pretty pretty soon we will be able to fly those ships in um, Vandal Swarm too. Yeah, totally. So I mean, you know that I mean that just adds another dimension to that game that I already like. So uh huh. So. Very, I'm very excited for that. Um, so, like at, right now, you can't actually get into the um, uh, co-pilot or the, uh, the the second seat uh, through a menu. You actually have to land the ship in free flight and then climb inside. Okay. Uh, but uh, I, I believe that they are working on uh, including that in the uh, in the menu system. So the uh, the other night, I uh, I landed uh, my Cutlass Black on a landing pad. And then mm-hmm. jumped off that pad and, and wiggled my way across to the other landing pad and, and stood and ran around on that one and then launched myself off of that one and went back over to the landing pad where my cutlass was. It's silly, I know, but I had fun. Yeah, it is. It's fun doing stuff like that. All right. And we got a new version of the uh, Pilot's Guide, so definitely check that out. Um, it's, in the, it's on the, um, uh, the 1.1 release page. Uh, there's a link to it. And uh, no one is surprised that 1.1.1 matchmaking issues continue, and uh, they're working on it. There is no um, or there is no immediate solution in sight. They've uh, they've done a series of patches. Um, I've not been out since the most uh, most recent patch, which I um, they I don't know if it came out yesterday or today. But. I was on um, I was on Saturday night. And um, Ace was on. Um, a couple other cats were on, and um, it was it was still buggy. There were still issues, which is which is a real bummer. Not necessarily because the thing is, we all know it's alpha. We all know that this is you know part of that whole process, and so in that respect, it's not a big deal. But it's it's a bummer because I really I really enjoy playing with our community, and I mm-hmm. really try and make the time to to get in and see see what's going on with people. And it's been hard um, on the community uh, just because we haven't been able to get in and, and you know do this you know uh, do a flight school with Ace or, or do our Sunday meetups. And now we've got right. all these new toys like you know being able to go into a gunnery position and being able to to all kind of meet up in free flight so i'm really just looking forward to them getting everything um sorted out there is so much cool stuff to do um yeah. once it starts working yeah, yeah totally totally you know, it's it's <laughs> yeah i agree it's and um i think you know we've talked about um you know sort of fallback games to play um but right. you know the reason the reason we're all here is star citizen yeah, yeah, absolutely, and it's it's great. I mean, you know, we've, we've got our, our Elite Dangerous contingent. We've got our uh, Reign of Kings contingent. You know, everybody's kind of branching off and doing a couple of you know other things in the interim um, to to keep the community active, which is great and alive. But it's like I really want us to get back into um, Arena Commander and and soon Star Marines. So it's like, but like we like you mentioned earlier, they've got to get it fixed before Star Marine goes live. So yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, it's um, you know, we're we're officially in alpha. So, or at least that, that's what we're saying. That that's right. <laughs> you heard it here. All right, and then so coming up uh, in the official uh, stuff, uh, Gamescom two, uh, Gamescom two thousand fifteen is going to be August seventh in Cologne, Germany. Are you going? <laughs> yeah, I've got my ticket booked. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> all right. 
I promised. All right. my, I promised my wife Japan this year, so I don't really think I'm going to be going over to Germany. Oh, nice. Those two are nowhere near each other. No, not even close. <laughs> even close. All right. So um, that's pretty much all the uh, the official stuff that um, I uh, I gleaned uh, since last time we recorded. So let's talk a little bit about the community and I'd like to start that off with um, kind of how we left off last show and we alluded to it earlier tonight. Uh, that you um, made a purchase, you got a track IR, and you were going to uh, play with it a little bit, and uh, then report back to us uh, how it has worked for you. Okay, so track IR. Here's the thing. Um, I don't think it's ready for Star Citizen. So okay. let me. I'll go through the good, the bad, and the ugly with it. Basically, um, I got the track IR. Um, you know. You, Easy to purchase. Uh, they offer a money back guarantee. I figured, why not? I'll go for it. So I ordered the uh, the Track IR with the clip, the Pro Clip. So what is what is that? Okay, so the Track IR comes stock with a um, kind of like a metal, like a for lack of a better word, it's like a like a little metal like hanger, you know. But it's it's small. It fits on the brim of a ball cap, and it has reflectors on it. Uh, it's analog. It's not powered. And okay. the way that it works is you set the track IR up. You put this little reflector on a ball cap, and that's how it sees your head movement. Okay. Now, the uh, Clip Pro is powered. It actually plugs into a splitter, a USB splitter, on the track IR. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got three little uh, LED prongs and a clip, and it clips onto the side of your uh, headphones. Okay. So it my, it's my understanding that it's a little bit more accurate than the uh, than the, the the analog device that you clip onto your hat onto your hat. Mm-hmm. So um, really small, really light, really easy to set up. Um, you know, I took it out of the package. I found a spot on uh, on one of my sh- on my shelf right above my monitor. Uh, installed the software. The software is great. It's very intuitive. Um, as soon as you know, as soon as I got the software up and running, um, as soon as I kind of got a basic understanding for how it worked, um, I immediately centered uh, my head and went jumped into Star Citizen. So um, when I jumped into Star Citizen, uh, it, it was a bit wonky in that I would turn my head and I would it would overturn. It was almost okay. too sensitive. So I went back in and I realized that they actually have profile settings, which is really cool. And they have a whole list for a ton of different games. And one of them is Star Citizen. So I went into that default setting. I went back into the game and, and that worked better. It really reduced my um, my field of view. Like I had to turn my head more to look around. But it fit better with the game. Okay. So I, walking around my hangar, it was pretty cool. You know, it was just kind of looking around. It wasn't... I wasn't blown away. Like when I got uh, Voice Attack, mm-hmm. that was like a game changer to me. When I got Voice Attack, right. I was like, "This is the greatest bit of software for Star Citizen ever," and I'm so excited to use it. When I was walking around my hangar, I was like, "Nah, eh, it's all right." And then I went over to work on my ship loadout, and I opened up the uh, UI, and when I went to turn my head, the mouse would pull away. And basically take me off of the item that I had clicked on. Oh, and okay. the user interface, and I noticed this pain, it was painfully obvious in the, um, in the SIM pod. The mm-hmm. user interface doesn't turn with the camera movement. So it ends up being off access. 
and it looks really weird. So like you turn your head even just a little bit and now that UI is off access. Hmm. So I started to realize, I'm like, okay, that's, that's weird because I know in the game you can actually make your head turn. So I started thinking, well, I wonder if this is an issue with either head turn or camera turn because there's a difference between the two. You know what I mean? Camera's not necessarily going to be um, a head turn, so to speak. Right. So when I got into Arena Commander is when it became really obvious. I would turn my head, and at a certain point, what I was looking at was the inside of my helmet. Hmm. And so my head in game wasn't moving, just the camera was moving. Oh, And I I found this really disappointing. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, all you've got to do is is keybind, write a macro. If you you know if you've got any like a razor product, for example, you can write a macro for uh, Enter Shift, mm-hmm. and that will turn your whole head. So when you okay. when you hit Enter Shift, it's um it's like remember remember when you used to be able to hit Tab, and it would give you a free free view uh, free view. Uh huh. Okay, so when you have free view, which now is uh, Enter Shift, by the way, for anybody that doesn't know. When you have free view, your head is actually turning in game. Right. So you're able to get a really nice field of view. You're able to look around really nicely. Not the case with Track IR. Oh. So okay. with Track IR, it's just it's a camera movement. So yeah, I was a bit underwhelmed. I mean, listen. At the end of the day, it's it's good software. It's good hardware. Um, I, I, when I wrote them for uh, uh, an RMA request, I told them, look, it's just not for me. They said, no problem. Go ahead and send it back. I sent it back. Um, they got it on Friday. I haven't gotten my refund yet, but it's a good company. It's good software and good hardware. Um, it's just I don't feel it's either ready for Star Citizen um, or it's, I don't even know if it's going to be ready for Star Citizen. But at the end of the day, enter shift works just as fine, if not better, than okay. spending $200 on Track IR. Did you try it um, on any other games? No, no, no. It's really, I mean, there was really no reason to. I mean, um, Knights of the Old... You weren't going to keep it, yeah. Yeah, well, and that and the thing is, it was bought for Star Citizen. Like, you know, I still play um, uh, Knights of the Old Republic very, very little. I play when my son's around, because he really likes playing that game. There's no reason to have it in that, um, and there aren't really a lot of. I don't really play a lot of flight sims in general, mm-hmm. so there just wasn't for the money. There was no reason to keep it. And like I said, it's it's good. It's good gear, and it might work for somebody else. But for two hundred dollars, it was it was a bit underwhelming for Star Citizen. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know you you checked it out. I mean, and, yeah. And, and kudos to them that they you know they have a. Um, a good uh, return policy. Well, they say right on their site, you know, we we realize that this is new technology and some people, um, you know, are, are not familiar with it. So we want you to have an opportunity to try it out and see if you like it. And like I said, I think under, under other circumstances, like maybe with an older game, um, you know, or an older flight sim where, where um, you know, where, you, where the camera is your head, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably works phenomenal. Probably works great. Um, I would imagine it might even work really, really well for Elite Dangerous. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, I, I was turning my head into my helmet, and that between that and the off access of the user interface, it just made me crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's no. That, I mean, it's just it, not worth it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so, but 
you know, I, I don't want to bash on the product. Like I said, it's a good product. It's just I don't think it's ready for prime time in, in regards to Star Citizen. Right, right. Well, that's good. That's good. You you uh, tried it. You learned. And, yeah. Um, and, and they... Uh, they uh, uh, behaved like a like a professional company, so you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, go figure. Yeah, go figure. So, all right, well, cool. Um, so, uh, anything else about about that? Uh? No, no. It's uh, like I said. I mean, you know, if if anybody out there is interested in trying it, you know, by all means, give it a try because they they will give you a refund, no problem. Um, but just like I said, as far as Star Citizen goes, I I just don't think it's there yet. Yeah. Well, look, trying to look through the side of your helmet is really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, it's just no fun. No, no. That's just not... Unless you're playing football, because then it has the little hole there where mm, your ear is. Right, right. And you and, kind of peek through, the, and yeah. You can peek through, yeah, but we're not playing football. No, so. no. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what, Jimmy? Since we last recorded, we got some new members to the org. Yay! Yes, we are now 112 members strong. That is amazing. We are very excited about that. And so real quick, want to go through the, the list of folks that have joined us. Um, Autumn Star joined us. He's excited about Star Citizen, is looking forward to the end result. Um, Zotos Versten came to Star Citizen when Angry Bus Driver bought him a starter pack. Now he has an Orion and really wants a Vanguard. So Way um, to be a buddy, buddy. Yeah, way to get on board. Uh, welcome, welcome, and thank you, uh, uh, bus driver, for bringing your friends along. Uh, Frostburn recently found the podcast, which he thinks is really good. He has a freelancer MIS and a 315P, uh, and he thinks that we're an approachable, approachable, approachable. That's a, that's not that's a word. A, it's a new word. It is um, approachable community. So thank you very much for that. Uh, Aaron uh, has been a backer since the 2012 Kickstarter, not unlike our uh, only Jonto, mm -hmm. uh, but is now starting to really get into the game. He's likely to upgrade his LN soon, uh, is a real-life friend of Avi Physics, and after we welcomed Avi Phys Physics to the org, uh, Aaron decided to join up too. So Very, very cool. Good. Very cool. We've got friend, friends of friends. Uh, Jaw War heard about our show from his friend Berserker, who recommended us. You see, we're getting the word of mouth referrals here. I'm telling it's a beautiful you. thing. Yeah, you can't buy advertising like that. Um, and that was all it took. Uh, he currently has a 300 series uh, and has been looking for a game like Star Citizen for years. So welcome, Mr. War. Good to have you on board. Uh, Mad Cow, uh, former infantry uh, in the U.S. Marine Corps, and is looking for a good group of folks to join and have fun with and to build a lasting community with. Well, that's us. Yep, absolutely. He, he likes the podcast and feels that the cuts of our jibs are similar to those of him and his friends. Again, it's, it has several people commenting on our jibs. Uh, so. Jib cutting is so emo. <laughs> Just saying. Well, aren't aren't you you're uh, you're going to that uh, Tuesday Thursday uh, gym thing to to like get your jibs all cut, right? I am. I'm working very hard on getting my jibs cut. <laughs> well, good on you, sir. All <laughs> right, and I'm still sore. It's been what three four weeks now that I've been doing it. I'm still sore, but it's a good kind of sore. It's a good sore. It's it's yeah. It's Excellent. a good burn. Feel it. It's a good burn. <laughs> well, uh, and Mr. Mad Cow has an Andromeda and a Cutlass Black. Nice. Um, Robert McKenzie, um, and I'm not sure if this is a reference to Strange Brew. Um, I did message him, and I'm hoping that it is. Um, so take off, uh, anyway, 
Yeah, exactly. Take off, eh? Um, and his uh, his application actually word for word said, words, words, words. Love the cast and would love to play with all you guys that have ships. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Now, if we had a, uh, if we had a word count minimum for applications, that would fall into the, that would fit right into the category. It, yeah, it would. It would if if we were like into the whole brevity thing. <laughs> All right, Mirtok uh, is an old school space sim player, long gone from gaming, but recently read an article about uh, Star Citizen and knew he had to get back in. He convinced the missus that the kids needed a new computer for homework. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so he built a sweet gaming rig to fit that bill, and uh, you know to play the game too. Yeah, unless uh, unless his kids are doing homework for JPL, I'm sure <laughs> the one they had was fine. Kids, guess what? You're engineering majors now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, he found our show and has been powering through the episodes, uh, is now a CIG subscriber, and so is planning on using all that sweet REC he's going to earn uh, to decide which ship he wants to buy in addition to his starter Mustang. Very so, cool. Uh, and he's looking forward to playing with us. So uh, welcome, sir. Very, very cool. And uh, we had Blank. That's actually the person's name, Blank. How did he get that handle? That's brilliant. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's almost as cool as there's no information on this page. <laughs> yeah. That may be too many characters. Though. Might be, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's been listening for a while and uh, has decided now to join us. He has a freelancer and a 315P. A lot of people with 315P. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And he's hoping to not spend any more money. <laughs> Yeah, just just do like the rest of us and tell your wife that you have credit. Exactly, get something on account. There. I, I got a credit. That's yeah. That's how I got that ship credit. And then Jimmy, the last person to join us, is a friend of yours. Um, and so I'm hoping you can pronounce his name. <laughs> it's Jano. Jano. All right. And uh, Jano uh, was came to us through Jimmy. So thank you, Jimmy, for bringing your friends along. Um, he has a Phoenix, also a 315P. He has two LTI Heralds. Mm-hmm. And an LTI Vanguard. All this, and he's an Imperator Prime subscriber. Wow. Very cool. Welcome, sir. Good G- to have you on board. Gino is, uh, is old school. Old school smuggler. Um, he's part of um, the uh, Coalition of the Lost Smuggler. All right. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Comes from uh, Comes from the Star Wars Galaxies days. All right. Good, well, very, good people. Very good. Very good. It's good to have you on board, sir. Um, and then over at the website, adversecast.org, we've got some new members. We have Lytor Araxilis. Araxilis? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yax. Sure. Uh, Zistro, Dr. Flux, uh, Solidus, uh, Akarok, Zovo, Six. Robert McKenzie joined us over there as well. And Mirror Talk. So um, new folks out there on, on the website. Um, it's great to have you there too. Post in the forums. Um, I know uh, several of them are, are continue to be on fire, and uh, fire season has just started. So, uh, speaking of, uh, go click on the uh, link I just sent over to you there, Gleep. All right, I will do that. La 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 la. It's oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my sweet Jesus! You need to tweet that out. Yeah, yeah, I do. I um, so so just for those of you out in the uh, listening universe, uh, there was a uh, there was a thread in the uh, CIG forums uh, about the fidelity of the characters, and someone had posted, um, you know, that it was really cool that we had some basic hair on the model, um, and someone was like, "Well, I wonder if hair will grow over time." 
So I proceeded to uh, Photoshop up a, uh, a rather stylish hairstyle, I believe. Um, it is. Uh, it is a, a solid look, an ageless look, if you will. Um, <laughs> perhaps retro. Uh, so uh, yeah, you know, stop over at uh, my Versecast page, my my personal page, to check it out. Um, it's uh, I'm thinking Coolio there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little little Coolio, maybe some Angela Davis. I, I don't know. A little Jackie Moon. There you. <laughs> there you <go. laughs> so uh, and well, tell the folks what is your um, your uh, uh, web page over there. Uh, well, it's you know. um, well, it's just under Jackson. So if you're over at Versecast, it's just versecast.org/ja. Uh, yeah. So about pushing that push that the whole push to talk button <laughs> thing. Yeah, that's great. So now when you actually mix this, people will hear me talking and they wonder why you keep saying hello. Yeah. Uh. Um, so yeah, my main page is uh, over at Versecast is Jackson J A X S U N. Um, so if you just go over to versecast.org and go to the profiles, uh, you should be able to find me pretty easily. All right, very cool, very cool. Posted a couple of uh, Sabbath songs as well that are relevant to Star Citizen. Yes, what, what Sabbath song isn't? Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> All right. Um, so, um, other stuff that's been going on in the community. Um, uh, Aces Flight Academy on the, uh, the 2nd of April. Um, we had a good turnout. Um, and on that particular evening, Arena Commander Multiplayer Free Flight was cooperating pretty good. So nice. we, had, we had some fun doing some flight formations, and we spent quite a bit of time discussing uh, the possibility of using IL-2. IL-2 uh, for future lessons, it is available on Steam for ten bucks. Um, the downside of it is that uh, it's not uh, a mouse and keyboard friendly game. Uh, you do need a joystick, really, or, or at the very minimum, a game pad, something uh, that has a a stick of some sort. Um, so. We had a lot of fun then. Uh, we had uh, no meetup on Easter, as I think uh, you found out uh, in uh, yeah, person. The hard way. Yeah, yeah the hard way. Um, and then uh, we did, uh, ACE did uh, uh, conduct another uh, uh, flight academy on uh, this last Thursday on the 9th. And I couldn't make that, but ACE said there was a good turnout uh, to play some IL-2. So he was real excited about that. So. Very cool. Um, I guess a, a number of people have picked that up, so um, that's a good thing. I have it, and I, I got a joystick, so I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to um, to uh, getting into that game. Um, uh, the as I mentioned, I mean it's just been a birthday bonanza for me. So um, uh, this Sunday um, I was not able to make it out, but um, uh, I heard that uh, you know uh, sort of. Star Citizen being, you know, the, the multiplayer being as broken as it was, uh, we didn't have much of a turnout, but the, some folks did play some Elite Dangerous, I guess. Um, but there were, were was not our normal size crowd out there. So we're, we're hoping that the Star Citizen gets fixed uh, uh, soon so that uh, we can get back into the groove of uh, those uh, 15 to 20 uh, uh, folk gatherings. Yeah, and we and we will. I mean, especially I think you know they're they're gonna get they're gonna get that fixed in that um, in that interim patch, and then first person shooter is gonna go live, and then it's just gonna be madness. We're gonna have forty people in in the chat again. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be good. It'll be yeah, good. yeah, totally. All right. So, um, have you been playing anything else? Uh, not really. Um, I, you know, a couple of things on my phone here and there. Um, a little bit of Halo. Not a whole lot. Uh, I've just been busy. You know, just just. Had a lot going on lately. 
Well, yeah, yeah, me too. It's just um, it's 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 a weird time of uh, you know, you hit you hit those dry spells every once in a yeah. while where it's just like it just doesn't it doesn't happen for you. Well, I'm I'm I've actually been, um, but I just, I keep weird hours. I've been playing Star Citizen a fair bit, doing a lot of Vandal Swarm and and you know playing with ship loadouts, um, but. The other thing is, I'm also uh, really excited uh, this weekend. I'm going to be going to Celebration. Now, can you talk a little bit about what that is? So, Celebration uh, is it's Star Wars centric. Um, Celebration is uh, like a, a Star Wars con, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I've got tickets for me, my son, and my wife. Uh, we're going to go on Friday. Um, ben Lesnick has already said that he's going. As a matter of fact, he's if. Uh, there's a note uh, in the forum somewhere where he's like, I'm taking off Friday, Thursday and Friday to go to the celebration. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping I run into Ben. You know, that'll be awesome. Um, but there's going to be a few other, I think there's going to be a bunch of CIG uh, folks that are going to be wandering around. But it's basically a celebration of Star Wars. Um, I have a feeling they're going to do a full, uh, a full trailer for the new movie. I think they're going to do that Thursday, though. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's like you know just a bunch of really cool activities. Um, what you what you expect from from any other con, but it's all about Star Wars. It's, it's, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, well, cool. they'll, they'll be um, you know they'll be they'll be meet and greets. There'll be autographs. There'll be um, presentations. There'll be sneak peeks. There'll be you know all the things that like I said, any other con, but it's all about Star Wars. So that'll be this weekend. So I'll be off the grid. Um, Friday, uh, well, definitely Friday and Saturday. Um, you know, to go ahead and enjoy it. Cool. Well, yeah, it'll be fun. when you when you when you run into JJ, just tell him Gleep said lose the lens flare. <laughs> yeah, a little less on the lens flare. Nice. <laughs> just just saying. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just saying. I ain't telling you how to do your job, man. But you know. But you know. You know. All right. Well. Um, I actually I played um, uh, a little. I have IL two for the PlayStation. Oh, okay. So I, I I played that a little bit. I, it's a lot of fun. It's yeah. a great game. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to uh, getting it set up and running on my PC. Um, so um, that but that's pretty much it. You know, apart from logging in and getting some seat time in in my Gladiator. Um, right. It's it's um, that's all I've been doing. Um. And uh, but then let's let's talk about the forums real quick. I mentioned they're they've been on fire, and uh, so uh, I think we, we found a, a good thread to talk about. Um, and uh, uh, so, do you want to tell us what that is? Oh, it's a controversy. It's a controversial thread. Excellent. <laughs> um, the uh, thread uh, Genevi posted it. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, a link to a YouTube video, uh, and basically the topic of conversation is how many ships do you really need. Mm-hmm. And you know it, it's it's an interesting video. The guy makes a lot of very good points. I, I lean towards the side of I have the benefit of knowing what I want to do in game. I have a mm-hmm. very clear idea of what I want to do. So the ships that I purchase are generally speaking geared towards that. The Vanguard or the Hornet, or, you know, being the exception because I wanted a fighter. But mm-hmm. everything else that I have in game is geared towards hacking, smuggling, all of those types of things. Um, So for me, that's how many ships are enough. Mm -hmm. You know, but then if you go through the thread, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, back and forth, you know, and there's, there's some very interesting, uh, very interesting conversations. I mean, you know, Fable Junkyard makes great points about how he's reached his limit. 
um, and that's based on a dollar amount. You know that he wouldn't mind spending more, but you know he's on a budget, and that he's pretty much locked into the ships that he's got now, which mm-hmm. I think I think is the case for a lot of people. You know, I mean, you know, spending twelve hundred dollars on a game is a lot of money to spend, and you know you don't, yeah. and sometimes you don't even realize that you're doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, so so there's a good that's a good point. Um, you know, and then you know, Ace had talked about um, that there's a lot of cool ships that he wants. Um, you know, really spend he um, he'd really like to spend the money in Star Citizen. Um, uh, it's yeah, it, basically, I'm I'm trying to read it while I'm talking at the same time, which is not the <laughs> easiest thing in the world to do. Um, it isn't. No, no, no. But but Ace makes good points. Um, Yaks make good, makes good points. It's it's a very in depth thread. I think it's six to seven pages long. Um, Raxiel makes a good point, um, you know, and basically the, the, a lot of the back and forth is that, you know, if you have the money and especially if you don't know what you want to do, then really, you know, no ship, you know, no amount of ships is enough. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I have not read the entire thread, but I did I did skim through it and I saw a couple of, uh, of good points um, or a recurrent thing I saw from a couple of people, including... Uh, are the only Jonto and yeah. Yellow Stag is that an important part of the game for them is actually to earn these ships in game. Right. They, they they have a list of, of ships that they really want, but that it, it it's important to them to um, uh, part of part of part of the game for them is going to be earning those or winning them. You know. Yeah. And um, I, I mean the way I look at it, I, I mean I have I guess I have five ships, six ships. Um, the way I look at it is that I am supporting the game and I do um, I do have an idea of the roles that I want to play and I tailor which ships I keep because I they do tend to melt quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, um, you, you do have a little bit of a, of a revolving door going on there. Yeah. Um, is based on you know my understanding of of what the game is turning into at that point and right. what best best fits um, my play style um, uh, uh, or the, what I want to pursue um, uh, in that in that environment. So, um, but you know I totally get guys like Raxiel that want to have every single ship. Yeah. You know, and they and they may never even fly them all, but I I get collector. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, totally. Um, and um, and I think you know, it's um, you know, I mean, I've I've spent far less on this game than um, like uh, I used to be a, a a pretty serious cyclist, and um, I've spent far less on this game than I spent on even one bicycle. Oh yeah, know? so I've spent less know. on this game than I have on one guitar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's you know, as far as hobby goes, you know, I mean, it's um, you know, there's I think there's some stigma. Uh, um, that it gets attached to virtual goods, you know, but um, like that it's not really a thing. But you know what? It, it you know when I when I dream at night, um, it my ships are just as real as my <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah. I think one of one of the interesting points in the video, um, which you know I would say definitely go check out the thread, watch the video first, and then you know jump into the fray because it's a really good conversation. But one of the points that he makes that I think is a very strong point is that. Um, the ships are going to be so moddable mm-hmm. that if you have five, six, seven ships, you're never going to really. It, it's going to take you theoretically. It could potentially take you months, maybe even mm-hmm. longer, to really dial in a ship the way that you want it. 
right, uh, of right. constant play. You know, constantly being in the verse, constantly um, dealing with you know dealing with pirates or, or dealing with vandal or or you know what you want to do professionally in the game. That there's going to be so many variations, there's so many ways to mod a ship that one ship, in theory is going to be all you ever need because you're going to be so busy customizing that ship for whatever needs you have at any given time in the persistent universe. Right. Right. You no, know, I, I I totally get it and and I and I'm guessing of this of the of my six ships um, that there's going to be one that is going to be sort of my go-to, my favorite. Yeah. Um, and that that's the one I will concentrate on doing that. I'm guessing at this point in my mind I'm imagining that's going to be the Vanguard. Um, but uh, you know, I'm going to have, have these other ships, which um, I'm perfectly, you know, part of, of, of why why we do this show and why I'm, you know, involved in the game in the way that I am is to have people to play with. And I'm, you know, like, hey, come fly my ship and let's go do this fun thing together. Right. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is, you know, um, for a completionist. He's going to need crew, you know, especially for, you know, a larger for like an Idris. And mm-hmm. I love the idea of, of, you know, that's too much ship for me. I don't want the the responsibility, for lack of a better word, of managing a ship that size. Right. But I love the idea of being a crew member on it. You know, yeah. I love the yeah. idea of potentially parking my ghost on it and, you know, going out on, on you know, military runs or escort runs or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so I, you know, I think at the end of the day, I, the the real the real juxtaposition of it is, you know, how many ships you know do you actually need is going to be dependent on the person um, and their play style. But for, right. I'm like you. For me, I think that my constellation, or I'm hoping, my constellation is going to be the only ship that I ever need. I, frankly, I'm hoping that I can rip the mods out of the herald and and stick them into the constellation if they're mods that are that are unique or or more difficult to get in the verse then that might make sense you know yeah. um and alternatively you know i may need to dart around quickly and in which case i'm going to want to use the herald um so but yeah I, I i have a feeling that the the herald and the constellation you know with the merlin on the back end are going to be my primary ships and those are going to be the ones that i'm constantly tweaking and constantly using um and using my uh, vanguard and support Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, and maybe if you're off doing something in your in your vanguard, and somebody you know needs a needs a, a constellation to like run some cargo or something, you know, then that's you know you'll be able to you know right uh, loan it to a friend or you know say because you know I they, they've talked about it before that at some point you're going to be able to join the game without actually getting a, a ship right, which I uh, I, you know, I think that's brilliant. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, as long as you have the LTI, the only thing you're risking is, you know, losing some time if the ship has to get re, um, uh, remanufactured. And uh, you may, uh, may you, you pro- I'm wondering, we may be able to insure our, our, uh, uh, the stuff we put on our hard points too, I'm guessing. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's designed for group play and, you know, and for, you know, community play. And so I'm, Totally happy to um, uh, be able to participate in that by um, you know having you know ships that are useful for any number of purposes. Yeah, and this is the the point I was making uh, when I was trying when I was poorly trying to quote, Push quote to talk. Ace. Push to talk. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> the uh, the point that I was trying to make when I was quoting Ace earlier 
was uh, that I agree with him on the ability to turn your ship into uh, into a living space. Um, mm-hmm. You know that those are the things. You know the the, the deep character creation. Um, you know uh, what you're able to do RP wise. You know those things are the things more so than ships. Um, that overall interests me, you know, um, being able to live on my constellation and being able to, like, I'm not a big role player, but I love, I love the idea of, you know, yelling at someone to, you know, lock down a load lifter, to quote Star Wars, um, mm-hmm. you know, because then you're role playing, but you're not actually role playing. And that's really appealing to me. Um, and those are the types of things that I'm more so than ship collecting. Those are the things that I'm really looking forward to when the game goes live. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, it's like you're not role playing; you're actually playing. Right. You know? I mean, it's like it's like it's actually a thing. You know, you you uh, you know you you give somebody access through the you know with the ghost system we were talking about earlier, and say, hey, I need you to go into this subsystem and lock down the load lifters. Yeah. And they and they go into the system and they lock down the load lifters and they say, hey, it's done. You know. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, you know, the, uh, those are the things that are the most appealing to me more so than not really ship collecting. Um, you know, my constellation is my baby. I love that ship and. No, I will not be lending it to anybody. If you need something moved, I will be happy to fly it for. I'll be happy to go and get it and move it around for you. Nobody's borrowing my constellation. I was wondering if I would get a reaction. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> All right, excellent. Well, hey, um, you know what? It's it's 154, 47, 48, 49. All right, I think we can do this. Uh, coming up soon um, for us, we have Aces Flight Academy this uh, this Thursday. Looking forward to that, and uh, we're hoping that we can play some Star Citizen. But if not, we'll do something else. We'll play some IL two. Um, um, then uh, we we do plan on having our Sunday meetup next uh, next Sunday on the nineteenth. So um, watch the tweets for that, and please do use the uh, hashtag Those Guys with Ships TGWS because that makes it a lot easier for um, for those of us here in the podcast booth to uh, keep track of what it is that. Uh, folks are saying about the organization, and then we can talk about it here. Yeah, I, uh, I troll that uh, that hashtag all the time. You do an excellent job, sir. That's why we. That's why this week we're celebrating Jimmy. Yay! Everybody celebrate me. You and your hair. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> that 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 is a lot of work. That is that is something that that hairstyle uh-huh. on that character is a thing to be proud of. That's <laughs> baller. Well- you should be proud, sir. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know what? Uh, do you got anything else, or should we wrap this sucker up? Let's let's put this one to bed. We managed to cram two weeks of news still into two hours. We did. Impressive. We did. I mean, the, this this week was a, was a two week news. Uh, not a whole lot of um, uh, community play uh, episode, but uh, you know what? That's that's the way these things go sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, so next week it'll be different. All right, so Support Engine. They power our website, versecast.org. Go there, post, join, post, be happy. Go to engine.com for all your site hosting needs. Support Ronald Jenkins. Please do check him out at www.ronaldjenkins.com. I am Gleep, and I can be found in the Those Guys with Ships Star Citizen organization. I'm on the subscriber forums. I'm at versecast.org, and I'm on Twitter. You can also email me at gleep at versecast.org, and that's G-L-3-3-P. Check the show notes. There's other information about how to reach me in all the different places and how to spell my name. 
Um, you can reach the podcast by email at comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, uh, we are asked at versecast. If you follow us, we will follow you. Then we can uh, uh, direct message each other. Um, our Star Citizen organization is at uh, robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast. And uh, please do come check out our community webpage. That is, again, versecast.org. Also, please review us on iTunes. Um, Jimmy, where can the folks find you? Well, uh, at RSI, uh, I am Ajax Wilhelm, uh, but my handle is Jackson, J-A-X-S-U-N. Uh, my handle over at versecast.org is also Jackson. And then my Twitter handle is at Jimmy Croker. It's J-I-M-I-C-R-O-K-E-R. Um, please feel free to email me at jimmy at versecast.org. I check it all the time and there's never any emails there. It makes me sad. <laughs> Frowny face. <laughs> all right. Very good. Well, um, I think we've, uh, we've done it. We're, we're coming in right under two hours, right on schedule. I was, um, I was waiting for you to say, I think we've over, uh, overstayed our welcome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think actually it is uh, an hour and fifty eight is where the uh, is where the gremlins come out, isn't it? Yes, yes. John, hurry home. We miss you. <laughs> we miss you, John. We hope uh, we we look forward to, to hearing uh, reports of your um, of your assignment uh, this week. Your so. adventures. Your, your, your adventures. Your tales of the gold monkey. Huh? Ooh, uh, take yeah. it way back to the eighties. Way back. I love. Right, I the, loved that plane. What was the name of that plane? Do you remember that show? You know, I know the name, but I'm I'm drawing a blank on the show. Uh, Indiana Jones ripoff guy had a plane that landed in water. Whatever those planes are. A pontoon boat or a pontoon plane? Yeah, yeah a pontoon plane. I loved that plane so hard when I was a kid. Mm, yeah. Tales well, of the Gold Monkey. Look it up, everybody. T- <laughs> you know, I will. And uh, until next time, then, we are those guys with ships, and this has been the first cast. Take care, guys. See ya.